Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! The eight one five. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store. Episode forty-five, live from the eight one five podcast, fellas. We are here live in person. We have a hot show. Our hottest guests. And it's our first trio in person. So we are here with Sam. Say hi, Sam. Hi. We are here with Jake. Say hi, Jake. Hi. That's it. Uh, thank you for joining us for episode 45 of Live Here in 5. We nailed it. No, we are all together in Rockford. We have a big show. We have Green Bay Packer, 815 alum, Boiling Catholic, Titan, Dean Lowry on the show. Um, the interview is so hot, it set my neighbor's apartment on fire, and halfway through the uh, interview, you will hear a fire alarm go off. Just ignore that, because I did. <laughs> and so did Dean, so it went really well. Yeah. It was a great interview. <laughs> but other than that, do you guys just want to hop in to the game that just ended that we just watched? Um, Cavs-Celtics. Yeah, let's hop into it. What a uh, letdown of a series this is going to be. Sam, thoughts? Yeah, You're... most likely um, LeBron is going to do his very best every game. I mean, the first game he had was a total not LeBron game. Um, totally unlike him, but this, I mean, he fucking balled out. I think it was like 21 points in the first quarter, um, and his team can still not do anything for him. I can't believe they lost that game. Yeah, um, I don't know if everyone here uh, watched it. Jake, did you watch it? Yeah, uh, I watched like, the, second the first quarter, quarter and then I didn't watch the second quarter. And the then second I quarter, the uh, Jason Tatum was going after the ball, and LeBron was turning to his right, and, his, and LeBron's chin hits Jason Tatum's shoulder and his head was like an owl and it turned 360 degrees around and he went right to the locker room like right after that um then i hung out with my parents and watched uh young frankenstein for a little bit and then we, we turn it back to the game and he's dropping like like 35 in uh like 10 like five minutes so he's incredible uh the Cavs are fucking terrible yeah i mean how bad of a team do you have to have for LeBron to score 42, 12 assists, 10 rebounds, and it wasn't even that close down the stretch. That's what I like to call a triple-double. Yeah. I mean, I think people I like those. And then Kevin Love even put up 22 and 15. Everyone else was so bad. So bad. Uh, J.R. Smith did not score a point tonight. Oh. So that's a fun fact. That's really fun. 0 for 7 from the field. Yikes. Um, Yikers. Sam, thoughts on that? Yeah, it was just, it was the same thing almost as last game. Um, game one, it was the same issue where it was like LeBron clearly, and that's kind of been the theme of the playoffs and the theme of the season is LeBron has no help. Um, and you saw it in the first year. I think, again, there was only one player in that first game that had over double digit points. Um, he's got no help, and it's so obvious. It's so obvious at this point. I, I, yeah. He's probably got to leave. Uh, transitioning into me watching the lottery, the Cavs did not get the luck that they needed to probably keep LeBron. They had a chance, I think the sixth best chance to get the uh, number one overall pick or even a top three, and they just landed at six. So there's probably not going to be a super attractive rookie for LeBron to want to groom. 
into his successor. So honestly, it feels so good to see him kind of lose, though. I know I'm a huge LeBron hater for absolutely no reason. He does everything right. He's a perfect human being. Whatever. Um, How many times did he take the two and squad to a victory? Zero. That's is the right answer zero. I don't know that answer. Yes, it's definitely zero. Have you seen Space Jam? You idiots. <laughs> you. Well, More. Yeah, but I thought there was like a new movie coming out with LeBron. That's been a rumor for fucking ever. Oh, God well, damn. Until it happens, can we even discuss the GOAT? So. Those guys, the Toon Squad might be better than what he's got going right now. Um, oh, absolutely. Uh, maybe. I th- I think <laughs> Actually, they were pretty I terrible. think Tweety Bird starts on the, on, on the Toon Squad. Yeah, that's really bad. And that hot grandma played a little bit. <laughs> well, she was like the bench coach. Yeah, She yeah. was knitting the whole time. She was pretty good looking. Yeah, but... Uh, J.R. Smith didn't <laughs> score a point, so I think Tweety Bird might, you know, could probably score a point. Yeah, they look bad. It's just nice to see, and that's so much hate. That's so much hate coming out of me. But it's nice to see him losing right now. I really, once you get to the conference finals, though, I really, you know, and I said this before, I really wanted him to just get to the finals because the Warriors look so dominant that Warriors it doesn't so matter good. who they play. It really doesn't matter who they play in the finals, and just to see him feel like crushed and lose another finals is. Kind of what I live for every year when, with basketball season. So, um, yeah. Before we uh, move on, can we just talk about Lola Bunny is probably the hottest, <laughs> like, top five hottest cartoon characters of all time? I wouldn't, I don't know. There's a lot of She's so hot. Characters. I mean, I, I used to think she was, like, really hot when I was, like, a child, and I didn't, I don't know. I feel like the rabbit thing's got to be points off. Yeah, but she's an athlete, <laughs> and she's, like, a cool athlete. Sam, Sam's giving me a look. I don't know if he. I don't know, I don't know, if know who he, one. I don't know who he agrees with. <laughs> I don't think I could ever find a fictional bunny attractive. But yeah, yeah, yeah you guys You're keep going. Such with a this. prude. Get out yeah. of here, <sighs> bitch. Pussy ass prude. <laughs> prude. <laughs> All right. I guess we can move on to real life. <laughs> the NBA draft lottery was tonight's um, top ten: Suns, Kings, Hawks, Grizzlies, Mavericks, Magic, Bulls, Cavs, Knicks, Sixers. Breaking news. All that really happened was the Kings moved from the seventh to second. So good for Sacramento. That's dead proof that the NBA did not rig this lottery. I don't think they had a reason to, but uh, there's no way they would put the Sacramento Kings in the top three when they could have put the Celtics or the uh, Cavs or Mavericks. All these big team, big name teams, and it was Sacramento. Silver, so. Silver's new. Give him like five years, and he'll do that like five years down the road when he's yeah. like, "Oh shit, that didn't work." There's got to be a dead reason to do it. You know, there's not like one player in this draft that you're like, "I gotta," you know. I think I think Aiden is that person. He's so good. Know. He's he's not Anthony Davis to me. You know, he wasn't as good. De- he wasn't as good defensively like Carlton Towns and Anthony Davis. He's a similar player to those guys. He just doesn't have the defensive thing for him. So that's. And both of those guys are amazing as uh, defensive centers. So I, I don't know. Once I like Donacek the most. Once you get past like pick ten, I don't think I know anybody anymore. Um, but really, I th- I think normally I would. I'm just saying I don't think there's much depth in this. I think once you hit I that, think, like, I think 10 there's a good spot, like twelve like twelve good players. In no, this. yeah, I've seen. Uh, I like at least twelve guys, and I know some of the guys who uh, are mocked to the Bucks uh, at seventeen. Uh, that guy Lonnie Walker from Miami. I remember him. Oh, from, yeah, yeah, Lonnie. Yeah, he's the one that played in Miami. My, yeah, real good. At I just remember him he, from the uh, 
March Madness. Yeah. So. Yeah. When he was on Miami. Yeah. He, he has cool hair. Alright, yeah. Yeah, let's get him on the podcast. Yeah, breaking news. We're, we're going to message him to, to try and get him on here. Um, no, but there's like 15 names that I know that were popular in college at least. Oh, yeah. Kevin oh. Knox is like uh, ranked 15 on from a, From a Kentucky? Yeah. So, oh, yeah, he's good. I mean, that's there's there's some good names in this uh, draft. I, I like the depth. But uh, Donna checks my they favorite. They open? Oh, those DMs are wide open. All right, we're, <laughs> <laughs> all right here's a, uh, a little peek behind the curtain here. Sam's just going to DM him right now. What are you saying? Big fan of you from Miami. Hey, Lonnie, we're talking about you great podcast. At Miami. We want at you to, Miami. We want you to come on so, 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 so bad. And we think you play basketball. For, and, <laughs> <laughs> but don't listen to the episode before this, because that might be bad. <laughs> so yeah, so that is how uh, you you work the DMs there, kids. Um, what's his name? Lonnie, Lonnie Walker, Walker like dude. The third oh, yeah, the, the guy from Miami. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait for him to come he's on. He's from Miami. Yeah, he's, he's definitely on Miami, so. Or was. Who knows? <laughs> we we don't we definitely yeah. don't know anything about this guy. Yeah, we we're, we're really really fucking big on the uh, in the uh, Miami. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> the first 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 mock draft I saw had the Cavs getting Trey Young. Um, that would uh, really suck to lose LeBron and be left with Trey Young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're picking just after the Bulls. The Bulls actually moved down, and uh, they're not going to get. Any of the big names. Uh, Trey Young might go before they're even uh, picking. So they, they did not end up with a good pick. They're going to end up with a developmental guy. Do you guys think Trey Young's going to be something? No. No, right? <laughs> no, I, mean, I know. Why is he pit? Why do, they, why do people have him projected well, so high? I mean, he, he's got a shot. He can shoot. You know, and the a second lot of half the all season, these he guys could not suck. Shoot. All these guys suck. Yeah. Like Michael Porter Jr., has barely played. He was hurt his whole life. He doesn't life. have knees anymore. Yeah. And, and like he's, like, knees. mocked the Bulls constantly at, like, number six and seven. <laughs> I'm, happy, I'm so happy with that. <laughs> Give me Porter over Trey Young. I don't know. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, you can see something in Trey Young. The problem is he's tiny and he's got turnover issues. I, he's, I see why he's terrible, but I can... If he had better facial hair, I think he's a better basketball player. You've got to think, like, Kevin yeah, Durant... Hair. In general, or just uh, yeah, he's like balding. Kevin Durant, LeBron James are balding though, pretty quick. Like maybe that's a thing. Like you got a bald to be a good guy. But he's got like curly hair and he's balding. Like I thought people with curly hair didn't ball. Isn't that a thing? I don't have curly hair. That's a good point. But I mean, (laughs) a guy who is balding. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, no, I've never heard of any curly hair balded people. So he's got a. I also haven't been like asking around about that (laughs) either. But he's got a real weird head situation. But uh, he can shoot lights out, and I think it would be exciting. There are no him. more lights after, <laughs> after he's done shooting. I think whatever team he goes to, I'm going to watch. Uh, he's going to be the rook- one of the rookies I watch closely. So uh. I mean, there's like Miles Bridges and Mikel Bridges. I always get them mixed up. Um, one's from Villanova, one's from Michigan State. And they're mocked to go like right back next to, to back. each other constantly. Yeah. What a fuck. And they play like similar positions, but not quite the same. Isn't one like, there's one that's like a... Two years, like he played two years at Michigan State. The, one played four or something like that. I can't remember. I really can't. I have no they're clue. Tough to discern. I mean, that that means nothing to this. But nobody cares. But I just always no, get I, that confused. I, I really I, can't. No, same. Um, and then Mikel Bridges from Villanova is a junior. I have it right here. Who drafts a junior anymore? Miles Bridges is, is a, a sophomore. sophomore. Yes. I, 
Those are in your. T- if that's in the top ten, this can be terrible NBA draft. Terrible NBA draft. Well, every year has been terrible. The last, I feel like there's been so many people taken in like the top ten that just suck lately. There's so many busts in the NBA. Yeah, the NBA, you that's, get like three good players, and it's a great draft. So the only way I'm watching the Bulls next year is if Grayson Allen, second round, still there, goes to the Bulls. I want to see him off the bench, like crying. I want to do. I want that whole spiel coming to Chicago because that's the only way they're going to be entertaining next year. Still. <laughs> Yeah. Because it'll um, be like Laurie, Markinen, uh, Trey Young, probably, which I will. Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> somebody. In a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, somebody. And then I just, I want to see him there, too, but whatever. Is uh, Zach Levine a free agent? Dude, I don't even yeah, care. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I think he's a restricted free agent. So you guys can match whatever offer he gets, but. Uh, he's 70s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Wow, that's not looking good as you can. I don't know what the Bulls play. I mean, they're building around marketing, but they got to do completely revamping and maybe figure out a way to actually sign a free agent. Team maybe sign LeBron and Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Dwayne Wade. Definitely Dwayne Wade. <laughs> and Chris Bosh. Just get the, whole, get the whole team. Get the trio back. Chris Bosh comes in out of nowhere. He's like on the stage when they're like announcing him. He like grabs the mic. He's like, what the fuck are you here, Chris? Like, Koiberg's the perfect coach for that, just so LeBron can run over him and be like, fuck oh, this guy. Yeah, LeBron's yeah, like, I fucking hate though. Animal House. And he's like, well, man, I was, I was going to show that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He shows so many. Like, yeah. He shows like, like the Breakfast Club like four times a season. Have you ever read that? No, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, he's like he has like morale boosters. He shows his favorite scenes from his favorite movies. Nobody cares. Everybody's it's like it's like the Breakfast like, Club. God damn! It's and like and it's like the Breakfast Club. All, everyone and on the Bulls is like younger than us, so they yeah, don't even care. Nobody about Nobody knows. Movies. Nobody even has heard of that. Probably on that. <laughs> yeah, Lauren Marketing's foreign as shit. He, he has no idea who John Belushi is. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, other NBA news: Warriors, Rockets. Um, how many games are the Rockets going to win? A half? I hope a they, quarter? I hope they win uh, two. That would be really nice. But I don't see them winning one right now. <laughs> so. I posted the safe answer on my article. I think I put like six or something. Like just because, you know, that's like a really good like Everyone everybody says, says everybody six says games. Something in six. What the answer that was. Yeah. But, yeah, I, they're not going to do anything. This It was so lopsided. They're not even playing. The Warriors aren't even playing their best basketball <laughs> no, yet. Yeah, like, Curry's not completely healthy yet. Like, Kevin Durant obviously went off. But they're not playing together yet. And what what else can the Rockets do? Like, Harden had, what, 42 last yeah, night? Chris Harden. Paul had 23 and, like, however many assists. It's you got to look at, like, Capella. you got to look at these side guys. you got to look at Ariza, what they're doing. It's It just doesn't matter. Is, I think the is Eric Gordon are. still there? Yeah, he's, he's their still there, sixth yeah. man. He's, like, one of their uh, – he's their third scorer. But Capella, people are talking about him getting a max deal this uh, offseason. He's got he – he got 12 points, six boards in that game. So that did not help. Sorry, there's a spider in the studio. Oh, I got, got it. it. Don't worry about that. Speaking of Eric Gordon, we were we were talking about earlier with Al Horford having a, a tiny head. Eric Gordon's head is like this. He, it, it didn't grow after he was an infant. <laughs> they have to be related somehow. They really do. They have like that same kind of like, it's not pudgy. You can't tell what kind of body they have. Like if they took off their jerseys, they might have a six pack under there. Yeah. Or they might kind of have some pudge and you're like, uh, I'm not surprised. It looks like a picture where the bottom half and the legs and the head all like rotate. <laughs> so, it's yeah. like, so it's like the torso and the legs are an NBA player, and then the heads are just like your your like sixth grade best friend, like Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. They had to be basketball players. Or yeah, would have definitely made fun. Yeah, of them. like I'm it's like if, something. if you played like 2K and you could load you, like your face onto yeah. the 
So, like, it's still your tiny little actual human head on this giant of a human. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's what they have. I, I don't know. But, yeah, going I'll, back to it, I really do think that, I mean, the Warriors, Rockets, that series should end... I, I now. <laughs> mean, it really should. It's sad. It's sad to think, but... I, and, like, I think we were all talking about this before. People picked the Rockets just because it was that, like hot, you know, hot thing, like, oh, yeah, I want to say this, so if I'm right, it's really cool, because uh-huh. realistically, the Warriors are going to kick the shit out of them, but, um, yeah, I, I... Well, it's been that all season, because it's been hot and trendy to uh, say anybody would win the championship this year other than the Warriors, but the Rockets did beat them two out of three times this year and had a much better record, so, I mean, there was a... there. It wasn't oh, stupid to, to say, that, but they clearly have less talent. They would need... LeBron James to beat the Warriors. We get a DM back? Nope. Just uh, it's gonna be. There's gonna be a DM back. But <laughs> we officially sent our our Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker Ivy from Ivy. That's four. No, that no, that is that's like the plant. Oh shit! Ah, <laughs> uh, this guy's weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we just, Lonnie Walker <laughs> Ivy. Please don't listen to this episode, Lonnie Walker. Before you, guy, yeah, he's from Miami. We all know that. Yeah, the great guy from Miami. Great. Future Milwaukee Bucks. My favorite stat of his in college was the one year he played at Miami. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that year. one year. He the was one at year, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't wait to talk to him about that one year. He comes on the podcast. <laughs> He's gonna like, come like, on. Yeah. And we're gonna talk about him, dude. We, we watched you. I remember all season. Me, Sam, and Jake were sitting there, like noses to the TV screen, like Lonnie Walker, Miami basketball. He's so he's, he plays at Miami. He's so good. <laughs> Jake said once he's gonna be a future buck, and that was like the coolest moment. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, so we just had to do. That was almost as good as the. My, he, he goes to Miami. All right. There will be a 100% chance he replies here. I just, I got a feeling. Lonnie too. Walker. Lonnie Walker, I think. He's, he's replying to this. I mean, we've had, we've had this talk before this. with Brian Anderson, former White Sox great. And Sam's like, there's a 100% chance he responds. My last two were Clinton Portis and Greg Oden. I, it's not that they haven't replied. It's just like, it's going to take time. It's going to take time. Yeah. They'll be on eventually. No, they yeah. will reply. you got to have faith. Yeah, they will reply. Those are, uh, yeah, so, so stay tuned, folks. But we'll move on to Major League Baseball. Um, uh, <laughs> that's a tiny little head, isn't it? We're looking live in the studio at a picture of Eric Gordon right now. Yeah, this is, this is good radio. Yeah, he's <laughs> bouncing around. He does, he does have an Al Horford look. So, oh, yeah. such a small head. Yeah. Um, but baseball's happening. Uh, big news today, Robinson Cano, 80-game suspension. He It, it was a steroid-hiding uh, uh, medicine. Ah. So, it wasn't technically steroids. It was a it was a medicine that hides steroids on a drug test. <laughs> Apparently, he failed it preseason. He appealed it, and he lost it today. Ah, see, oh. I thought everyone who failed the drug test just said it was Adderall now. Because, like, they, I thought they weren't allowed to well, tell you what it is. Wait, so he, he knew about this before the season? Mm-hmm. And As Sam, a fantasy owner, can I just <laughs> sue him? Yeah, you're, you're basically his owner. You're basically the guy who, like, owns a wow. Nintendo. Could, couldn't you let the world know that you're appealing just so I didn't have to draft you in, like, the fifth or sixth round, like, get a different second baseman at this point? Yes. I'm not trying to be weird, but that's kind of shitty. Like, I feel a little upset. Like, I didn't know it was before. I didn't know <laughs> the Same details. Same as DMs are open. 
I, hey, you asshole. <laughs> Let a guy know I had a fantasy oh, draft. Oh, man. Yeah, that's and, a, that's and a yeah, and I'm you, sure that's the first thing on his mind right and now. And you like, <laughs> like all those fantasy owners. Sam Connors is going to be pissed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, would, oh, I, I hope he knows, though. I hope he knows that you're kind of fucking a lot of people right now. But <laughs> yeah, hey, it's not cool, man. But not hey, cool. what does he care? You know? Yeah, Mervyn's canoe. Fuck you. That was a great Robinson canoe. That was me impression. That, that was my impression. We that didn't was, get Robinson. Yeah, no. <laughs> that wasn't him on the we're, show. We're still checking to see if his uh, DMs are open. But uh, yeah, he's he's gone for 80 games starting immediately. Um, that sucks because I really like Robinson Cano. Yeah, but uh, the Mariners weren't ever going to do anything. God, so. that sucks, man. The Mariners will forever suck and will never be good. That is their curse. Yes. His DMs aren't open, but he did release a... a okay, it just says his statement. Um, I'm sorry. It's only in, it's in Spanish. Damn. Oh no! Here, yeah. here! I just I just gotta. Oh, he's got the English one below. Oh, oh, I wow. Hang on, can I read his right. uh, Spanish Go one? Go for the Spanish. I just release. took a Spanish class and I I, I got a seventy four percent of it. So Perfect. this isn't an instructor or a teacher. This is Colton speaking Spanish. <laughs> if any of you viewers get Declaración de Robinson Cano. Recientemente supe que di positivo a una sustancia llamada furosemide. Uh, que no es una sustancia mirada de rendimiento. I'm just going to take that. That's from. the first sentence, folks. Viewers, don't <laughs> think that was on the Spanish channel. You didn't accidentally change you it. Didn't that actually, was... You didn't sit on the button or anything. <laughs> that was me reading that Spanish was perfectly. Live from the 815 right there. Yes, live from whatever the area code Mexico is. <laughs> any, any of them down there. It's just four. <laughs> live from four. <laughs> Cinco. Cinco. That wasn't even <laughs> Quattro, damn. I'll cut that. I'll cut wow. that. Uh, is, damn it. Man. I'm not going to cut that. Yeah, <laughs> we never cut anything. Oh, man. Yeah. Other other baseball news. Cubs win five straight, lose three straight. And One of those to the Chicago White Crosstown Sox. Classic happened that we didn't even talk about last week. Yeah, we uh, didn't get any. Are you guys happy with one game Absolutely. out of the three? It's After the first happy. two, we have to be so thrilled. That I mean, I, going in, I, I said if we win one, we basically won the World Series this year. I mean, we the next Crosstown Cup is like nothing matters this year. So winning one game, if we could win a series versus the Cubs... The whole season, like, out the window. I don't care. We could lose 115 games. And next time we play is in uh, September, which yes. if the Cubs fucking lose on the playoffs, like, miss out on any playoff position because they lose the fucking White Sox. <laughs> I think my season will be made. Like, yeah. That, that yeah. will make me happy. Eloy time. Jimenez hits, like, two homers oh, to win the boy. game. Oh, boy. Well, like, Carson Fulmer or, like, somebody will still give Carson up, like, Fulmer seven is so runs. fucking bad. Yeah. Can we talk about that? <laughs> well, what's worse is, like, people were like, oh, well, now it's the start of the, you know, it's the start of the rotation. Fuck, it's James Shields. James like, who gives us, like, these are two game games. He's been pitching great, though, this year. Uh, he had the one no-hitter start, yeah. and the rest is garbage. Everything well, else is very garbage. mediocre. Like, no, garbage has been the rest of our staff, who give up seven runs a game. He's been at least going five and giving up <laughs> He's given up five a game. And he's our one guy. <laughs> like, we're happy with oh, that. No. no. Yeah, but he's clearly been our best pitcher. So. I just, the third game made me so happy because after losing, like, you got fucking rocked in two straight games and you went Fulmer and then you went, and you had, who was on, who was their third, the third game, who was their pitcher again? I can't even remember. Um, uh, I thought it was Gonzalez, but it ended up being, was that Gio or was that Lopez? No. It might Ronaldo? have been I think and it was Gio. Whoever was on the hill, bless him, because we actually got a win out of that. I was so thrilled. And I think it was Gio. But, um, yeah, I was happy to see that. Just one win makes me a happy white guy. Gio that's all I second needed. second win of the year that night. My God. 
Two that, and four, baby. What do we have? Can, or uh, Chandler? Hendrix. Hendrix. That was that was definitely I chalked that one up for a big loss because Hendrix, Hendrix versus yeah. Yeah. Hendrix at home is fucking. Hendrix had so like a point zero eight seven ERA at home too. I thought for sure it was going to be a loss. Yeah, but, you know, like five years ago, the Lester versus Shields matchup would have been sick. That was the wild card game, like four years ago. There you go. Remember like, that? That's good stuff. When the Royals were just stealing every other bag on uh, John Lester, and, <laughs> yeah. and that was the last time anyone's tried that. <laughs> yeah, like everyone's crazy. like, "Oh shit, John Lester bounces the ball to, to bases now. We can't steal <laughs> on him." Just a little reminder: the OK James Shields stats we're talking about are one and four with a five point four four year. Yikes! That is our number one pitcher. Just remember, yuck. That, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We should get like one of those like like really bad like radio sound effects. Yuck! <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck! Yeah, yuck. it's that bad. It's so bad. Yeah. Uh, Cubs comeback win in, in the uh, ninth inning today against the Braves. Um, Ooh, Braves have been great this year. Braves too. beat us yesterday on a uh, rain rain delay makeup, and then we came back in the ninth and scored two. Uh, nice little win, and uh, I that's, that's all I got. Quintana's bad. You Darvish got pulled today after 61 pitches. <laughs> oh my god! No. I don't fucking know why. What is he, going on? He went. He went this four. Four so innings. Random. 61 pitches. One earned run. Every time I check whether the Cubs won or lost, it's literally just a coin flip. Like it's, I have what no is idea fucking going what on. is happening. It's so <laughs> fucking irritating. That pitching rotation looks so good on paper too. Like before the start of the year, it was so easy to say like that's the that's the NL contender right there. Like watch it's, out. Now they have a ton of pitching too, and it's they're like, my pick. And their bullpen's good as fuck. Their bullpen's so good. It's it's just it's weird. And you Darvish has been. You Darvish has been such a letdown. Like yeah. he's he's had one good start and I attended it. So Oh, maybe you should start going to more games if you want them to win. Are are his DMs open? <laughs> uh, I don't I'm on. Hey. <laughs> hey you, Need it's me. Pretend <laughs> <laughs> like he knows you. Yeah, I'm coming again. Uh, what gonna... was that James Shield DRA you had earlier? Five point four four. That's a little bit lower than the five five six U Darvish is posting. Oh so. god! Fuck. Hey, this is like, but really, this is like on pace to be like just as bad as like that Hayward signing right now at this point. But like, even then, you won a World Series with Hayward, so who gives a fuck? But you, well, he's, you give a fuck when you're trying to sign Harper next year, and that and that and it doesn't work out. Yeah, that's and true. The, you know, he's still on the books till for like six more seasons. You so. can't, you can't trade. There was him. there was <laughs> a uh, a Jason Stark tweet last week that he said an unnamed GM is getting quote pissed off with Theo that he's calling him so much, telling him how good Jason Hayward is. <laughs> <laughs> Could you see that? He probably does it every night too. No, like, he's got to. Yeah, he's like, got to have so many people. Like, all right, you call the A's, you call them. <laughs> Like we will. Oh my god, dude! We, he's. I. I do think they're gonna find a way to get rid of him. Like, oh shit! Hayward went one for four with three Ks, and but he had a single, a bloop single. But his get 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 the Padres on the phone. Yeah, he, really good. He had, right field. he had a bloop single, and then there was a pass ball in his, and he had the perfect route from first to second base <laughs> mathematically. Theo's thinking of the dumbest shit right now to get rid of him. It's a terrible. Con- it's so. Theo's so creative, and I honestly think he can spin it and get somebody to take him. Maybe, but I really think Theo's like the best drafter ever, and he's great at putting together like in the history of baseball. Maybe the best drafter. He's dude. His, his draft. He his hits. signings are subpar, in my opinion. But I mean, you think they're that, mediocre. Like, who he Middle traded for? Like you still. I mean, overall, like Arietta was a, a trade. Um, yeah, that was like Russell a, was a, a trade. Uh, Rizzo, Rizzo was a trade. Like these Ed guys Rizzo was a trade. Did he they trade do, for Rizzo? Yeah, I thought uh, someone else. Padres or Red Sox, then Padres, and then the Cubs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like he can do that. That's the kind of magic he, he, he traded does. Andrew so, Kashner for Rizzo. 
That's a great. It's trade. not crazy to think that he can get rid of Hay- Hayward at that contract. I honestly for like think some he, he has a, a trade. He could. He maybe he's got to work a trade. Here, but here's here's what I think he's going to do. He's going to trade, and he's going to say we're going to eat. If if he trades either this year or this offseason, he's going to be like, we'll eat the rest of this season. We'll eat next season. So you have a free player. Yeah. Then you take him on. He's he signs Bryce Harper. Says year one, you're getting half the money. Year two, you're fucking getting monster money. But aren't you also paying for year two, though? Oh, no, because year two would be... Yeah. Okay, year three. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that would be that would be lovely if you could get Harper to agree to that. Because we're getting Zobrist off the books, so you could still sign Harper to 25 a year. Reasonably, though, don't you think, and this is maybe just me being a White Sox fan, I don't want to see Harper there, but realistically, though, I kind of don't mind. If you're going to focus on hitting, I think you're taking away from pitching at that point. I feel like the Cubs lack starting pitching at this point. Lester's getting they older. Don't, they, just, getting, they develop hitting much better and than they, they develop de- Yeah, pitching. and I feel like they need probably to focus that money on uh, but not who's Harper. Oh, give me Harper. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. It's exciting, but it doesn't make any sense. Like, Machado makes way more sense to the Cubs. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, think oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah. Think about that. If that we, would be... If you, if you sign, Russell with If you Machado. sign Machado, you trade Russell and get a pitcher, like a four, then all of a sudden... All of a sudden, they're oh back in the World God. Series. Who are you, no, you need both. Who are you replacing in the, in the uh, rotation, though? Because your rotation's pretty stacked, and Chatwood hasn't been terrible. Chatwood has Chatwood, not been bad enough Chatwood, to move, for sure. Chatwood's ERA should be 70, 75. <laughs> he, he... That's just he how, really how much we've watched the Cubs. <laughs> yeah, he, going into... I think he starts today, Wednesday, for, for those of you who are listening. He has 38 innings, like 35 walks. Look that up right now. Uh, okay. So many fucking walks. And then he just, like... Casually gets like a when uh, you compare thirty-seven innings, thirty-two walks. I bet when you that's compare so that to all that's the White Sox starters, though, it's not that bad. Like that's average. Like that would be a really good like walk ratio <laughs> for the White Sox God, right now. Yeah. We'd be like pumped to well, see. We're that, not but. a team to like. Oh, well, let's compare this playoff roster to our roster. We're, this, we're throwing this World Series contender. But to be fair, we're comparing a five starter to like anybody on the White. <laughs> like the number one. Chad on was like team. a two Come or on. three anywhere. Yeah, I, I do like Chatwood a lot. It's just if he cuts down his walks, he's a really good pitcher. Yeah. Did you know the reason the Cubs signed him is that Theo gave him if you um, he was going to go to the Nationals, and he he told Chatwood he's like if you get one single Cy Young vote, you get a three million dollar bonus. <laughs> so so he like flat out said like I know you can be a Cy Young candidate. Here's three years, thirty million. He had three years, fifty million from the Nats. And he's like, I'm going to make you a Cy Young here because I know you can. And if you don't do it, that's on you. Here's a huge bonus every year if you get one Cy Young vote. That, well, also, isn't baseball or voting? Three like years, 40 million from. Like, award voting isn't, like, always scrutinized, like, heavily. Couldn't he just, like, pay someone to vote for him, like, one? I feel like that I would do that. I'd be like, I'll give you $100,000. I'll give you a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I get, yeah I get two out of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you, you probably don't need to give him a million dollars. I'm just saying, start low. But yeah, isn't that like crazy creative? Yeah, that, it's I mean, creative. That's... But like, he got reeled in. I think kind of on a punk ass move right there. Like, that's like, I. It's a really unreal. I, it's not like totally unrealistic that he can't do that. But it's like, it's like my mom being like, "Hey Sam, I'll give you like ten dollars if you get an A in math class." Like, mom, we both know that shit ain't happening. Why are you trying to do that? Like, yeah, I'm, fuck I'm, man. I'm, I'm not a, taking math. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even taking. I'm a five starter on the Cubs right now. Like no fucking chance am I getting this Cy Young. Mom, why the fuck would I take a math? I'm, yeah. I'm the five starter on the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> oh, 
But yeah, so I just, like that's just an example of why Theo's so creative and why I think he can get something done. Yeah. He will. I, they'll get something done. It's going to piss me off. The White Sox will kind of, I don't know. I, I'm a pessimistic White Sox fan right now. The prospects don't look amazing. Well, they do in the minors, dude. Even oh, in the minors, they nine so game good, multi-hit streak. Yeah. Nine straight games with multi-hits. And they're all doubles and homers. Yeah. I don't know why he's still in double-A. He's literally... I've been watching more Barons. That's the double A team. I've been watching more Barons baseball yeah. than I have Duh. been the actual like the White Sox right now. It's 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 just sad. Nobody wants to watch a team that's got ten wins right now. I think no. they're on pace for like what was it? It was like one hundred sixteen losses. Oh my god! <laughs> Is that the record? No, uh, no, because I think they said like the Mets one time. Like Mets, the Tigers like, have it. Tigers have it, and then it was like the most recent team to. But that I feel like Tigers were kind of recent. No, Tiger too. Tigers were the most recent team. Oh man, yeah. We have we have a computer right here. We can look it up. Uh, yeah. No, Jake. Like, I, I got. I'm using my phone because it's got more power. Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that one. Uh, the virus is on that laptop, huh? Cornhub. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yep. Um, 134 losses. Holy fuck! Oh, you quit as a fan after that? Oh, like, of sports? Oh, who is that? The Indians lost 134. The Tigers lost 119 in 2003. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, the 134. When they lost 130, did they only play 162 games? That then can't still? be. Like, uh, that was in uh, 1908. So the, did they play less games back then too? Yes, 154. Oh games. my god! <laughs> I think they just had a bunch of like butchers playing for them. Oh, yeah, they did. Like they, street sweeps. They, they had people. <laughs> They had people who just fucking worked like twenty-hour shifts, like like in the coal mines, and like then, guys then, would call off for games. Like oh, I'm still working. I can't, every day. I can't boss, boss. I'll let me come to the game. Oh <laughs> man, so that that's doesn't terrible. Count, yeah, the, I'd say the Tigers 119 is probably the uh, record. So we're we're sniffing that. But I, just, I think we're 119. Gonna win, is, we're gonna get is, off is this, the record. Uh, the Cubs. Sweet. That's that's kind of a debate I've always thought of, and I was just looking at it this weekend. Who's like the worst team? In baseball history, like Cubs or the Sox, who's worse historically? I think the Cubs are. I mean, I don't know. Whether that, I mean, we had like a seventy-five year streak, but once you hit triple digits, I think that gives the Cubs the worst. It's race. just the White Sox, I think, have won three, and I might be wrong on this. Three playoff series in the history of their t- three playoff series in the well, history we, of their of their franchise. Well, that had to have been the Cubs have done that. Run. It was the that. World Series <laughs> run. That's it. We have not done that. Well, other than what about our other World Series run? We went to the World Series in '59. It's like when they didn't even have that playoff structure, that was, so it was it just was, like the best the, team. It was the it was the pennant, uh, yeah. And we still fucking lost. So, yeah, like, well, you yeah. know. But I'm talking 1908. You know. <laughs> I, again, I yeah, that's the Black true. Sox I, were pretty. I get good. they had the Cubs had an 84 year streak of even going to the World Series. Yeah, I mean, it was, <laughs> no. like, the Cubs and Sox are very bad. I don't know. I, like, but you can look at the Cubs and say, "Oh, the last two years, like the Cubs have more." Drake. Like, the last, it doesn't even matter. They, yeah, they have you more. Just them where they have more wins than the Sox do. Like they have more playoff series wins than the Sox do. In Especially the, now, since you can uh, consider the wild card round of series win. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And we still, well, we still don't win like that. Cheating. We lost like to the Twins. So we, we lost, lost to, like the Tampa yeah. Bay. And, like, yeah, dude. So we suck. We suck. I think it's the White Sox. I'm gonna say it's the White Sox. And honestly, today I was looking, I was watching the MLB Network and they showed Ronaldo Lopez. Nobody looks good in a Sox hat anymore. Ever since Frank. 
Frank and Polly were like the last two that were like, damn, I think, these guys look good. I think guys look good. I love the White Sox hats. I mean, a lot of people love White I Sox t- hats. <laughs> I want to. I want to agree with you, Jake. You don't. They're like the most pop. They're one. Of, they're like. I think they're the top five hats sold, and we would not even be because of sniffing that gangster rappers. But that's about <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, I mean like they're supposed to be cool, but like they're just not. Like they are cool. Black and white, dude. It's slick. <laughs> it's, that threw me off guard. Yeah, the, the gangster rappers call. Is a little, I, dude, I, it's I don't know. Than I mean, most woo. of the hats, they, like the Indians hat, Baltimore hat. Like, I like all baseball hats. The I Baltimore hat with the actual Orioles, fucking sweet. So I, cool. I like it as yeah. like a. a thing I like that, any hat that has the logo, not a letter on it. Uh, yeah, huge fan of those. Most teams do have. I think letters. I think hats in general, baseball hats in general, look cool. So I can't even be like, oh, the sound. But I just like the rules. black and white, like the color scheme of the hat makes it. That's why it's so popular. Is because hey. you don't have to match it with anything. Gordon yeah. Beckham looked great. Damn, in Gordon Holy Beckham. Shit. Yeah, That's you missed one. you missed that one. Gordon I did Beckham. Miss Gordon Beckham. Oh, he, he looked, looked great. Good. He looks good in anything. That so guy is a good looking dude. Yeah, and I'm and and Lola Bunny is really hot. You, you, Sam agrees. Sam is speechless. Look, so, he, agrees. He, he agrees so much that he's speechless. We're going from Gordon Beckham to a fictional bunny. <laughs> if Gordon Beckham, if you're listening out there, I'm I'm on your side on his this DMs. One. Are, with it. I'm I'm almost positive we already checked his DMs, right? Uh, uh, no, I'm going to. I'm going to <laughs> I remember I tweeted him a long time ago to come play wiffle ball at my house. He did not. <laughs> yeah, we did. Back. Didn't did. didn't yeah. listen to that one. I think he's like I think he's like double A with the Mariners right now. I think you have Perfect. to open up your DMs at that point. <laughs> yeah, you I'm, do. I'm trying to get known again. Like, give me. Last name on five, Gordon Beckham, come on up. That was the longest Sox Cubs rant for baseball. There yeah. was a lot of. I think there was a lot of other baseball besides that, right? I mean, who cares? Who cares? That's fine. Yeah, I mean, After once Gordon Beckham's been talked about, there's nothing else <laughs> well, to go yeah, into. Yeah, we've peaked. I mean, the NL Central's been playing great. Brewers are still really good. Cardinals, whatever, are whatever, good. whatever. Otani had a great game. Otani is right? is awesome. He's okay. sitting like 350 and has like a 35 ERA. He might be the best player in baseball. Still gonna say he's a bust. I have to hold. <laughs> I have to hold that. I don't think it's true, but I have to hold to it. I said at the start of the year I, I named like a million different foreign players yeah. that were like really bad and I convinced myself that oh this is this is the guy that's going to be bad I voided yeah. all like I fucked up I took Omeka Okafer by the way Gordon Beckham no no DMs yeah, whatever. Uh, well I mean we'll it, figure it's it probably because checks just flood in there so his wife probably turned him off well if he's if he's in double A I flooded it I, I probably was if like, he's in if he's in double A I can call the double A <laughs> PR team. It's like it's, it's probably three dudes in a basement like we are right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's that's probably true. But um, yeah, outside of that, I don't know if there was anything major no, other than Cano. No, I mean baseball is just keep chugging along. You know, we got 162 of these. Bad yeah, we have, we have a whole summer to talk about baseball, so we can just. Well, I mean, that was some good Sox Cubs talk. That was that was the best. That was a great. That was the best yeah. Cubs Sox talk since we started, but. Um, I think I stopped that prematurely too. I think I hopped in and was like, ah, time for, and then I kind of regretted it. Um. <laughs> All right, um, so that was a really good transition that, that, that Sam just gave me. We'll kick it over to our interview with um, Dean Lowry. And again, like we said, my fire alarm is going off in the background at, towards the end of the episode. So if you hear um, a beeping. It's not your. It's house. not. It's not your house or your car. Uh, it is my apartment <laughs> building on fire. So here is. Green Bay Packer, Dean Lowry. We now welcome on a very, very special guest, uh, Rockford's very own Boylan Catholic High School graduate, Northwestern graduate, 
and current Green Bay Packer, Dean Lowry. All right. Let's... We have a lot. We have a, uh, a very live studio audience here, so uh, thank you for coming on, Dean. Hey, it's good to see you guys. Thanks for uh, calling. Of course, of course. So I'm gonna we're gonna start off with a, re a really, really good question here. Uh, me and Jake here are both uh, a year younger than you over at uh, uh, Boylan Catholic High School, and now I live up here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Is it cool that I tell everybody in in Milwaukee that me and you were like we're like best friends in high school? Even though I think we only had uh, one, we only had like one. Yeah, we're good together. friends, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was a few years ago, but I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I remember seeing you guys around like school and stuff like that, and just uh, um, you know, knowing you guys. Yes. All right. Well, I'm going right. to. I will. Yeah. I will quote you on that. Don't don't doubt me. I'm more of a uh, re re between the lines guy, and that sounded like, uh, oh, I remember all the times that we were hanging out, being best friends, and it's cool that I tell everybody up here that we hang out all the time, so that's right. that's mostly to, like, break break the ice with girls on uh, on Sundays. So. <laughs> right. Perfect. Well, Dean, um, as a uh, former Ice Hogs intern, I gotta know, um, it looks like you had your own bobblehead uh, earlier this year, or last year, I'm sorry. Um, tell me what that was like. Was it cool? I mean, did you like it? Do you think they got the look right and stuff like that? Yeah, it was a very fun night. Uh, the look was, uh, I would say, pretty questionable. Uh, it was cool to have my own bobblehead, but I mean, uh, the, the look was uh, kind of funny, but I enjoyed it. It was, it was a fun night. Um, we had a suite for my whole family and friends, so uh, quite a bit of support there. And um, went out in the ice, uh, dropped a puck, and uh, I got a few uh, boobs from some uh, Bear fans out there, so I was kind of surprised to see some hometown fans uh, booing me a little bit. But I mean, uh, it was a fun night. Uh, the Hawks, I think, or the, the yeah, the Hawks uh, lost that game, but um, overall, it was a cool night to come back home to Rockford and to have that. I think support around me was was pretty special. Yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm I'm a Harlem grad and a Bear fan. I was actually that guy booing you up there. No offense. I mean, I, I love you now, okay. but I was I was that guy. Then. All right, we get some rivalries then. <laughs> no, we got a face to the, to the booze. But uh, I'll let you know, as a Packer fan, still living in Rockford, it's beautiful to see all these Bear fans suffering when you, uh, they have to root for you on the Packers. So that's great. But um, having become a professional athlete for two full seasons, have you yet met someone who loves football quite as much as your former Northwestern coach, Pat Fitzgerald? Yeah, I mean, he's great. I mean, I go back there a lot to Northwestern and Evanston to see the guys, and he's, he's just the same guy. I mean, he's somebody who just, he loves the game. Um, you know, he's very passionate, but also he has the best interest of his players, you know, long-term, too. You know, he really helps the guys um, just mm -hmm. kind of develop as men um, and, and just better just better people in general. So, um, you know, he's definitely been a mentor of mine throughout the years, and he's always supporting me. And, um, you know, I still, you know, use lessons I learned from him, you know, in the four years at Northwestern just to, to, to persevere through things, just to have a positive mentality on, on football and life in general. And uh, he's really just a great leader for that program. Yeah, you, uh, you used your, your lessons um, and you really showed them off in week 12 of last season, becoming the defensive player of the week. Um, I always wonder... Do you do you get anything for that, or is is it just like a job well done and a nice slap on the ass, and then just uh, move on to the next one? <laughs> uh, it's mostly a job well done. Uh, we get like a nice plaque, uh, a game football, and I guess some recognition. So uh, that was pretty cool. And I think you know I was like one of the 
one of like three players, Packer players in the past like 10 years to get it, including, um, you know, like HaHa, Julius Peppers, and Clay Matthews. So that's some pretty good company that I <laughs> listed I'm joining there. So That sounds um, like the uh, Mount know, Rushmore the of uh, Packers uh, defensive players. Right. <laughs> right, but the plan is to get more of that. I mean, that was a fun game, but, um, you know, the plan is more consistency and having bigger games like that, which I think really will help me throughout my career. But um, that was definitely just a, a confidence booster and really a big part of my season. Yeah, we were all kind of debating if it was just a plaque or if you got something cool. I mean, I thought like a money prize at least would be something, but yeah, we, we kind of figured it was just a plaque. But um, kind of getting back to high school just a little bit, I got to know what felt better. Um, you kind of have a cool, interesting career on the come up. Um, you won two state titles in high school. Um, obviously, you graduated from Northwestern with that, uh, I believe, it was a degree in economics. Um, but what was cooler between those two and then also signing your first NFL contract? Um, yeah, I mean, high school was great. I think the, the great thing about high school is that it's a very, like, genuine game. And it's a pretty special opportunity to play, you know, football on Friday nights with the guys that you grew up with or kids that you, you know, were uh, competing against across the town and, you know, go out there and play in front of the city. So um, that's really, I think, a special time for those high school players. And whenever I'm back at, at Borland or at high school, I always try to emphasize that, that this is a, you know, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And, you know, some of you may go on to play college, NFL, but this right here, these are your true, you know, best friends for life right here. So really, yeah. you know, appreciate that. Um, you know, college for me, my dream was always to play just Big Ten football growing up. And, you know, once Coach Fitz offered me and I had that chance to go to Northwestern, I just I just love competing in the Big Ten and you know, going to those stadiums and, um, you know, being around those atmospheres and just some of those great college football, um, you know, just cathedrals of college football. It was pretty, it was pretty special. So, um, and also playing close to home, my family came to most of the games and just to have that um, support in the area too to really follow me. You know, almost every game was was uh, special, and the NFL is a whole different ball game. I mean, just um, that whole process was really um, kind of a grueling process with you know the combine and then you know the draft and everything. But um, you know, once once Green Bay called, I mean, it was it was surreal. Um, but I think the key with the NFL is you can't really you can't really you know just look at everything you know wide eyed like wow I'm here. You got to just kind of take a step back for a second you know, realize how far you've made it, but also, you know, get back to work because this could be, you know, gone in a second. And I think the great ones in this game realize that. So, you know, there's, there's kind of that balance of appreciating how far you've come and, and where you're at, but also, you know, achieving more and not being content. All right, so uh, that's a great answer. But uh, back to the NFL and where you got your Player of the Week award was on the back of that long fumble recovery for a touchdown. Uh, now that you're on pace at two seasons in the league and one touchdown, so you're on pace for a touchdown every other season, are you worried about improving your Lambeau leap? Because the first yeah, one was uh, mediocre at best. Uh, a lot of people say, hey, man, nice job on that, on that speed in the touchdown, but my vertical was uh, was very marginal on that on that play. So, um, but I think on that one, I was just afraid to, to slip and fall. You know, the, the surface there towards the end of the stadium is, is kind of like, like concrete, so with spikes on it, it can be a bit of a hazard, so I was just kind of just trying to get up there and, and just do the minimum, but, um, you know, I, I'm definitely going to have uh, more of a, a bigger leap and I think <laughs> even better celebration next time when I get my chance. Yeah, and maybe you won't have to run 62 yards before you have to jump, so you won't be quite as tired. <laughs> and I, I was winded, too. My coach was like, nice job, exactly. let's get back out there, so 
that was, that was definitely a fun time or just kind of a, uh, you know, physically, you know, grueling time, but it was, uh, it was a cool part of the game. So, uh, speaking of, of celebrations, uh, we, we came up one, we came up with one for you. So next time you get a sack or like a, a really big tackle and you do this celebration, everyone's going to know this is the, uh, live from the 815 celebration. So, uh, let's hear it. all right, sure. so you get a sack, you stand up, you're, you're pretty excited. You give your teammates some high fives and stuff. And then after that. You go back to the huddle. After that, you play the next play, and that's it. Genius, right? That like sounds like my kind of celebration too. So that's like that on. So yeah. Not, so, so now I'm every not, time I'm you do that, everyone's gonna know you came up with that. Is, you gotta like it does help some guys like to have that kind of like brand about them to you know like associate their celebration. You, you kind of associate you know great receivers or or uh, you know uh, pass rushers with the celebration. So. It does help sort of to your fan base to kind of get excited about you when you have you know a, a celebration every single time. So that is something to think about. But um, that probably right now is actually my current celebration, just kind of just making a good play, maybe a fist bump, and then get back out there. So. <laughs> so we're just going to rebrand that and say that we came up with that. Is that fine? Okay, you can trademark that, so right. we can be yes. partners. Um, sticking with the Packers a little bit more, is there anybody in the locker room that, you know, you're, you're kind of close with at this point? Like, I mean, I know, you know, some players like to go back and forth between, you know, the defense side of the ball. I know some players are friends with, like, the kickers and stuff. I know it's a little different, but is there anybody in particular that you kind of found, uh, you know, a, a friendship with earlier, you know, a couple guys that you're you're sticking close to in the locker room? Yeah, I would say Kenny Clark. Um, it's nice, you know, coming in with Kenny. Um, you know, he was a first-round pick two years ago. I was a fourth-round pick. But, um, you know, I think just having somebody like him who, um, along with his talent, he's somebody who just he loves the game. He's always working at it. So um, we're really good friends off the field, too. So um, just to kind of have that friendship to, to come in the NFL with and to have somebody in your D-liner and kind of by your side to go out there and do things together, um, it's always fun to sort of just, just talk football with him and talk life with him. And um, having that guy by your side is, is pretty pretty cool. Yeah, uh, definitely. Speaking of Kenny Clark, uh, he must have just had his 21st birthday. I'm sure that was because uh, being a 20 year old when he was drafted, having a 21st birthday while you're already in the NFL must be a good time. Did you guys do anything fun for that? I don't. Uh, I can't. I don't think so. It might have been in season. I'm not, I'm not sure what his, his date actually is, but um, but yeah, he was drafted at, at 20 years old. So um, I think he was the youngest guy on the team at the time, and uh, I thought I was pretty young because I was. I'm a June birthday, and I was a four-three guy who didn't redshirt, but he was uh, even younger. So that just shows just I think how mature he was coming into the NFL, and even seeing the growth he's already made uh, the past two years, and, and where his you know, trajectory is going. We'll take that um, background laughter as as maybe you guys uh, played a really uh, fun board game or, or something like that, something that you uh, Packers always like to do up there. But let's go with that. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, that sure, sounds good. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, so. During your career, whether it was in college or in uh, the pros, who's the hardest person you've ever tried to tackle? Like, was there ever a time that you thought you had someone and then you, you were just laying there on your back? Um, yeah, I would say, no question about it, uh, Cam Newton. I mean, that guy, like, he's a quarterback, but he's just, he's, he's like, so, his shoulders are so wide, like, he's thick. Like, he, you'd think he could be, like, a DN. He's playing quarterback back there and he can move. So, um, you can just tell when you play against him, he's a whole different kind of just, body type out there and uh and yeah i, I probably missed the tackle on him I, I was close but um you, 
you got to make sure that you can't arm tackle Cam Newton because he's a big guy. But, uh, but yeah, he was probably the most just physically impressive guy I've tried to tackle. Uh, so, bouncing off of that, would you rather tackle a guy like Cam Newton, or would you rather go after a sack after a guy like Cam Newton, or a squirrelier guy like Russell Wilson, who I know you have already sacked in your career? Uh, that's, that's a great question. Great question, um, That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I, I would say, because I already, I already sacked him, Russell Wilson, so that's probably easier for me, but... Um, yeah, I mean, but, you know, Russell Wilson, like, he's so good at, like, running outside the pocket, kind of like Aaron is, and um, he's also, he's built like a running back almost, he's, he's like, you know, stocky, and has, he's, he's powerful too, so, um, just, just getting to Russell Wilson is tough, he's, he's always trying to kind of evade tacklers, and he's very elusive for a quarterback, but once you're there, I would say it's tough for bringing Cam down. Speaking of Aaron, you actually, you led right into my next question perfectly, um, you know, I mean, obviously he's a superstar. He's, you know, somebody everybody knows when you think about the NFL. Is he actually, I mean, do you have interactions with him? Is he funny? Is he kind of just like that everybody laughs at him because he's Aaron Rodgers? I mean, what's what's the relationship like there? Yeah, you know, I'll talk to him. Um, you know, a lot of times we're, we talk more with our, you know, position group or our side of the ball. But, you know, after practice, you know, when we're having in a dining table, you know, he's always, you know, very interactive with teammates. Um, you know, he treats everyone the same. He talks to practice squad guys, you know, the same as his you know, number one receiver. And, um, yeah, he's, you can just tell he's funny. Um, he, he's very intelligent. Um, he, he has a good idea of what's, you know, going around um, just in the world. And uh, he's just somebody who's just kind of a, he knows a lot of things. And he's a smart guy to be around. Is it, so usually intelligent is like another word for like super awkward. Is he just like funny awkward or is he like, is he like clever, funny? Uh, clever, funny. Yeah, I would say pretty witty. Just um, yeah, probably more of that. Being a Bears fan, I'm just gonna say he's awkward, and I hate him. <laughs> you, can you can you actually tell him that? Next thing we talk, I about? won't tell him that. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he promises not to tell him that. Good, good, good answer. Um, I have a question because I am a Packer fan. What's uh, does anything in your life has anything in your sports life compared to a uh, playoff game in Lambeau Field? And what's it, what's it feel like in that stadium? Um, it's, yeah, I mean, the playoff game, um, I mean, honestly, like, every game, though, is, is pretty crazy at Lambeau. I mean, like, even last year, we were out of the playoffs, and we were playing the Vikings at home, and, like, the whole game, our fans were just so into it, you know, just the same kind of atmosphere as always. So, I think that's kind of a testament to just how our fans show up every single Sunday. But, yeah, playoff game, you know, you can tell more on the field. It's a different kind of mentality with the teams. It's just more of a sense of urgency. Um especially on the road, too. You know, it's kind of like fourth quarter, that second second half. It's, it's still kind of that same energy as kickoff. A lot of times in the regular season, you know, kickoff, you can see, feel the electricity, and after that it kind of dwindles down. But in playoff games, you know, when Stewart dies, it's almost like it, it gets more intense as the game goes on. So um, I would say that's kind of the biggest difference. But, I mean, Lambeau Field every Sunday is, is pretty special. And just even, you know, just driving the game and after the game, seeing just the tailgates and the whole – kind of atmosphere around the stadium, I mean, it's, I think it's one of a kind. That's, yeah, it always seems like that. Uh, we had a little bit of an uh, emergency in the middle there. Colton's apartment seems to be on fire, but we're back, we're rolling. I think my apartment's on fire. We're okay, we're okay. We're going to roll into the next question. Uh, so, I've seen some stuff on Twitter. Are you officially uh, a Wisconsin sports fan now? Have you adopted the Brewers and the Milwaukee Bucks into your 
uh, sports fandoms? Um, yeah, I would say so. I mean, I go down to Milwaukee, um, you know, here and there and just kind of see the city and stuff. But uh, the Brewer Stadium is, is really, I mean, Miller Park is one of the best, I think, in the MLB. So um, I can't say I'm a huge fan, but I do follow the teams. And uh, the Bucks have a new, you know, young team, too, as well. Um, so I would say true for them. I'm not a huge fan, but um, I, I definitely have kind of embraced the whole Wisconsin sports thing. So you're not in that ownership group with Rogers to own the Bucks. You're not a part of that. I want, I want me and Dean in on the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll lobby for that. We'll see if you can do that. <laughs> um, so, so Green Bay is um, typically or is it's well known that uh, offensive linemen um, in the past for the Packers have have been playing games like uh, the uh, Catan game and like and like other board games that have that have taken up their time. Have you been suckered into any of that? Like, have the uh, offensive line guys been like, oh, Dean went to a Northwestern. He's, he's probably a nerd. You want to hop in on to, our... to board games, you're saying? Yeah, because there's, like, all those stories on ESPN that uh, Kenny Maine does where the where the uh, offensive line always always plays some sort of game to, like uh, that they're that they're hooked on. Um, is there any game like that uh, going on right now? I haven't, seen, I haven't seen much of that. There is a lot of that, just, you know, board games or card games that go on in the locker room. But um, the one thing with the old line that we kind of have, like, a little rivalry with is the um, – like a heavyweight wrestling belt, and throughout training camp, um, either like Bakhtiari or Mike Daniels will bring out a belt and kind of, you know, fight for that throughout the day in our, you know, like team run drills or pass rush, and after the day, we kind of just take the belt, whoever had the better practice, so that always is fun to keep things light throughout training camp, and, you know, we always enjoy just kind of having that belt after the day. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we got out of fire. Have you gotten that belt in practice? How many times have you uh, come home with the belt? Um, probably two or three times at training camp, so that's definitely a good day when you get it. Yeah, I'm sure that makes the day a lot better. Okay, real uh, real important question here. Um, something I've been thinking about is, uh, you know, related back to Clay Matthews, um, obviously a huge, you know, long, long hair, beautiful hair guy, big sponsor, I think, with like Dove or something like that. Have you actually ever walked by and gotten, like, a whiff of that hair? Have you ever smelled that hair? Um, I have not, but I've tried to, like, see what he uses for, like, conditioner and shampoo, but uh, I haven't, like, got a glimpse of it yet, so I'll let you know that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, his hair is impressive, and that's just, you know, that's a given. Who's yeah, got better hair, him or Bakhtiari? <laughs> uh, no comment. They're both pretty good, I guess. I mean, yeah, they, they would hear your answer, and they, one of them would not be happy. No. Well, um, that that's all that I have. Do you guys have anything else for him? That's pretty much all the questions I had too. All right, you know, I gotta I gotta ask. I got one last question. It's my absolute most important question. So I, I gotta bring up uh, the Halo Kid. Um, I'm sure you know who I'm talking about at this <laughs> Great point. Great question. Um, yeah, awesome. Yeah, uh, he. You know, if if you don't know, to the listeners, the viewers, um, the kid sings the Halo theme song in the locker room. He got super famous. Um, probably more famous. Than you, Dean. No offense. Um, I gotta know. I mean, what's that? You know, I saw there's a little bit of a relationship there. I mean, does it is it weird that he's like he sings one song? He's not even. I mean, now he's in the NFL. It looks like he signed with the Eagles. Is it weird that he was so popular um, in college and now in the pros? So, so that kid is Ian Park, and he's like one of my best friends from Northwestern. 
And he's been working on that song since freshman year in the dorms. And we'd always be, like, hanging out in the dorms freshman year at Northwestern, you know, playing video games. And we'd hear him, like, by himself in, like, the, the room just singing that song. And, like, it's so funny now to see him, like, with the Eagles and, that, and I guess the shower they took that video to see him, how far he's come. But, um, but yeah, that was, that's funny to kind of see just where he's he's been and, and, and now him playing for the Eagles and, and them kind of posting that was, was really funny. But... Uh, yeah, he's he's also a great dude too. Um, he played four years at Northwestern, and then he had a bunch of injuries, and then he um, he transferred to Slippery Rock to play for one more year. He had a great year, and then he was signed as an undrafted free agent for the Eagles. But um, but yeah, he, he's a fun guy, and that that Halo video always always cracks me up because I've just known him since we were freshmen at Northwestern, and to see him now go viral on Twitter and social media, it's it's pretty funny. You, you had to have been annoyed with that, right? Like, I mean, you said he'd been doing that since freshman year. Like, you guys are probably just playing video games, and he's, like, still trying to sing that song. You're probably like, dude, shut up. But now he's famous. At first, I was annoyed. Then eventually he got better, and I was like, all right, I'll just listen to it. He'd start singing it in the showers after practice, and I'd be like, oh, not a bad post-practice song. So, you know. <laughs> well, Dean, thank you very much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, do you have any any questions for us? I'm, I'm sure you've been waiting forever to ask us some some sweet questions. Uh, you know, next time I'll think about it, and I'll uh, come back and bring some uh, you know tough questions for you guys. So All right. I'll think about it. We'll news, Dean Lowry will be on for a second time. You heard it here first. <laughs> uh, Dean, thank you very very much for coming on. Best of luck this season, except for uh, two games out of the year, and uh, uh, yeah. we wish uh, plenty of uh, celebrations coming in your future. <laughs> All right, guys, appreciate it. All right, thank you, Dean. Okay, go pack, go, Dean. Thanks, Dean. What an interview. Wow. That went so well. I, other than the fire thing, that was a little shaky, but yeah. what a great interview. we got to get Ian Park on next. Yeah. That's the guy we got to find. Yeah. Actually, that's a DM. Yeah, yeah look at his DM. See what he's doing. I can't believe I didn't do that right after we <laughs> talked. But Yeah, that, that question, we were real skeptical about it before we uh, the interview. We were like, uh, what if he just doesn't actually know this guy? This would be such an awkward question. Apparently, he's actually being as good friends with Ian Park. Yeah. So. Honestly, I would say this was our... This was like one of my favorite interviews so far. Oh yeah, Sam, your first interview. What? How do you think it went? Are his, are his DMs open? Ian Park's DMs not open. He's <laughs> only got two thousand. So what a what, he probably like did the Halo thing. Was like I'm so cool now. Big probably shot, just turned nice. that right off. Um, yeah, still only like two thousand followers, but we'll how'd get him someday. How do you think the, the uh, interview went? It was great. I, he had some really. I, it was cool. He had like great answers. I think to questions like, yeah. um, wasn't you know afraid to hold back from some some answers. That Talking about fun. like smelling Clay Matthews hair. That was one that we were all kind of worried about asking. And Sam went right into the deep end what, with it. What if he just shot it down and was like, no, nope, haven't smelled his hair. Then that'd be like our uh, Natural Jamerson episode. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, you know, <laughs> I think I would have. I think I would have just like like. Told you guys I dropped my phone, but just shut off, like shut off Skype, and just like gotten off and just like and never talked like, to us again. That one I probably would have ran into the fire. <laughs> and that was Sam's last episode. <laughs> Will you remember me? Oh God! Yeah. So that was me singing. That wasn't that wasn't the uh, recording of the actual song. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a good interview though. I think he was really cool. Um, it was awesome that we got him on. I don't know. That was so I cool. Know, I didn't even know how that happened. You guys just said he. he, he I, we were on, in the so. Rock for Paper, man. We are. We are so in the Rock for Register Star, baby. <laughs> so, and the Chicago Tribune mentioned us, so yeah. So it was actually you're welcome, yeah, Lowry. 
Yeah. You're mm-hmm. welcome for being on our like this yeah. great podcast. Never mind. I mean, results, you know. I mean, Nate Charles Emerson added two rounds of stock to his draft after interviewing with us. Mike Love did, <laughs> didn't interview with us, and he didn't get drafted. Did, yeah, we, we were going to have a Mike Love interview, didn't show up, didn't get hear his name at the NFL draft. Coincidence? Defensive end for uh, South Florida. Coincidence? I don't think so. Did he get I don't signed? believe in coincidence. Yeah, he got signed somewhere. All right, but uh, <laughs> not a fifth round pick. <laughs> yeah, we didn't we didn't interview him. So, but uh, Sam, I know you're a huge watcher of everything. What what have you been watching lately? Why did you come to me first? Why did, because why you did told you hit me, me first. <laughs> because you told me you, you haven't seen anything. <laughs> I haven't watched a single show. Like I think my my first answer four weeks ago was Family Guy. Yeah, I that think, was a terrible. <laughs> I think I'm still on like rewatching episodes. That's of the Family shittiest Guy. answer I've ever heard. Yeah, I think I. Uh, yeah, come back to me. Come back to me. Just I'll like make up and say like I'll I'll watch I watched Mighty Ducks or something. That's a great movie. I can't lie to the viewers. <laughs> okay, the Jake, we got honesty. Jake, what have you uh, been listening to? I watching. Listening. I've been watching <laughs> a new TV show called Legion. That. It's uh, it's by Marvel and it's about I don't know. It's it's got Aubrey Plaza in it. And she plays an insane person, and she's a great actress. Like, she's really good at playing insane. And uh, it's an awesome show. I finished the first season. There's Sam, Sam looks like he's uh, two he's watching this. So, Sam, what, what happened? So, just as good as the Family Guy answer, I just started Workaholics. Oh just started God. watching Workaholics. It's a great. It's a great. Have you ever heard show. of this little show called Seinfeld? I just started watching <laughs> Seinfeld. I watched a couple the other day. For real. Like, so yeah, so did I. I watched the uh, car dealership episode when he like goes to the car dealership. And, uh, have you seen that one? I probably. I'm, I don't know. I saw I the know. one where he had the red light and Kramer's across the <laughs> yeah, train. Yeah, the, the chicken, the chicken that sign. That was so good. Wait, have yeah. you guys seen Workaholics? Yes. Workaholics is I'm, a great I'm show. I'm pretty far behind on that, right? I've, I've never. I've seen like four episodes. It's pretty fun. Okay. It's a good show. Yeah, I just started watching that. Like, I, I think I, I hit like four or five of those back to back. So I, that's I, my show. That's uh, nobody pay attention to what show I watch. So I finished all of season one of Legion. I'm also starting Arrested Development. I started that today. God, so I heard it's great. We're doing great things yeah. here. Five. <laughs> I watched half of Paddington two. <laughs> that's even better than our old. I, TV I took show. a bunch of Nyquil and I fell asleep halfway through. And like, I, I think I took too much, that's and I was, was kind of like hallucinating because I was also <laughs> tired, and I. I couldn't remember, but it was awesome. <laughs> Paddington 2 was so good. It's uh, still as heartwarming. Sam, is light, his face is lighting up just talking about <laughs> Paddington. Um, I watched that. I watched John Mulaney stand up on Netflix. That's hilarious. And I'm going to start watching Evil Genius. Have you heard about that? No. It's, it's the new. I've heard about it, yeah. It's, it's the new Making a Murderer. Everyone, it's a, it's a, it's a four-part series. Each part's 45 episodes. Tiny Town. and this Each guy, part is 45 episodes? Each. <laughs> 45 minutes, I'm guessing. Part is 45 minutes. I swear, I swear, I wasn't trying to be a dick. I 160 <laughs> episodes. And I'm just casually be like, I'm going to start this next. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sam, you look like you just saw a ghost. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was cool. Like, that's, that's so many fucking episodes. So in-depth. <laughs> they, they went into everything on that one. But yeah, but yeah and then it's, it's this guy walks into a bank, and he, and he has a, a bomb around his neck. It's it looks like a like right out of saw and he's like I have to rob this bank or someone's gonna kill me, and then and that then had to be fake was he faking it? There's there's three different stories like the cops have a different story, the guy has a different story, and like the guy who who put the bomb on him has a different story. Dude, Nobody has any idea what's going on. I am Can you so sh- into this already. I <laughs> think I saw some of that accidentally. I think I saw. I swear. The, the is it is it okay to say the guy dies? No, because I'm starting it next <laughs> week. <laughs> <How do> you- <laughs> 
Oh, shit. I thought you, I'm sorry. I thought you said you. Started. I just said I'm gonna start it. Oh, he doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> I saw uh, Fight Club for the first time. That was cool. It was it a great movie? It was good. It was just good. I thought it was. I, I love that movie. He dies. <laughs> he dies. All right, guys. That's episode 45. Live day one five. He dies. Follow us on Twitter at backupqbblog. Go on Facebook. Give us a like. YouTube. Backup quarterback, Colton. It's a lot easier to find us that way. Um, backupquarterback.org is the website. Subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. Thank you for listening on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Uh, we are 12 on ounce. 12 Ounce Sports Radio every week, 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Find our merch online. DM me if you want to. I'm, I'm going to start making some merch myself. How about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm into it. And then actually just be prepared, listeners, for uh, the Lonnie Walker IV episode. That will be, that's, that's coming. He's from that's, Miami. That's he's, coming. He played, yeah. he oh, played in Miami, Miami. And he might go to the box. So just be prepared for that one. <laughs> if, you, if we get him, I'm going to introduce him as like, he, he, he played in Miami and he might go to the Bucks. Lonnie Walker. All right, Lonnie, what else have you done? What else do you do? Well, actually, I have the cure for the common cold and cancer. And I he has like all these super interesting things about him. You just like blow him off. No, seriously, what would you do in Miami? I climbed Mount Everest. How was Miami? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jake, final thoughts um, on episode 45. The Pedro Martinez episode. We skipped uh, hockey this episode. Oh, that's a good final thought. You know, so uh, the Caps are now leading 2-1 to one after the Lightning beat them. So, you know, watch out. And it's the other series is 1-1. One to one, So, yeah. good hockey coverage by me. <laughs> <laughs> those are hard-hitting facts. You can't argue That's with those really facts. That's really good stuff. That's really good stuff. All right, I Sam. I need to argue that. Yeah, Sam, try, to, try and follow that final thought. Uh, well, it looks like the, uh, oh, was that yesterday's? You, yeah, you can have any original final thought. <laughs> I don't have any original thoughts, though, anymore. I just want Lonnie, Lonnie Walker. That's it. And that was then like, that can my, be your final thought. Yeah. So, yeah, I just want Lonnie again. Just go um, that's, that's, that was my last thought. Okay, Lonnie fine. Walker. That's a good final thought. Jesus Christ. I'm gonna <laughs> my final thought is Lola Bunny is attractive. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. Alright.